Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. The second hour of In the Locker Room, and I can see over in the control room the Godfather walked in, and now you've got the ninjas. I think there's a grouping of of things going on here behind the scenes that makes me a little nervous, shall we say. (laughs) All right, the second hour of In the Locker Room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas right here on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, one of the things that I I look at, um, if if you look back at Max over the the last six weeks, okay, we look at some of the the groups who've been the most productive, you know, uh, for the Steelers. Like, for instance, I'd say right now, top of my head, I think the tight ends have grown so much right there. I'd put them as one of the leading groups that have produced for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What what, what would you say? Who would you pick? What group? Uh, I mean, it could be any defensive, you know, because yeah. here's the other thing. If I went defense, I'd say that Cam Hayward is the most productive group that we've had thus far. Yeah, exactly. He, he is a group in and of himself. He's right. a one-man band, right? You know, you see that guy that has, like, the drum and the accordion and the cymbals and harmonica <laughs> attached. Like, He's 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 in the middle of the field just banging and going away. <laughs> right. Um you know, but I mean yeah, I mean it's hard to knock the outside linebackers when TJ Watson in the right. lineup. Right. Just because you you look at how they can dominate at points. I mean, look at how Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt last week, right? Um you think early in the season, um you know, again that Buffalo game. I mean, TJ Watt came oh. in and gave you 112 million reasons why he's on this squad right. for, long ter- for the long haul. Um, you know, but then, but then I look at Najee Harris, and I think of the backs, right? He's, the, he, he's like Cam. He's a one-man band uh, at, right. at running back. That's true. Because, and he's producing, you know, we talked about it yesterday. We went through his stats and where he ranked, um, you know, the receiving numbers as well as the rushing stats. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it's tough to knock. I think between the outside backers and running back production, um, 
would probably be the two most productive, I would say, if we're picking one on offense and one on defense. You know, I, I like what you're talking about. One of the things that you did hit on is talking about the outside linebackers, too, because, you know, the pass rush, you know, Alex Highsmith had one half sacks last week as well. You know, every TJ yeah. overshadowed everybody. But between these two guys, you think about it, you know, uh, you got three and a half of the five sacks and six of eight of the hits on uh, Geno Smith last week came from TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. You know, and that's, I, you know, 14 tackles between them. They are a heavily productive group. And I think they're just getting ready to get to launch more than regress back. I think these guys are going to be leading the way coming out of the uh, out of the break. Yeah, and then you throw in Mel Ingram, right? Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. Me- Me- Mel steered the ship while both of them were out. You know, and, and that and that was a thing where he was supposed to come in and just be like a situ- situational pass rusher, right? Um, and and he played a majority of those snaps and really led the way. So, I mean, when you got a mean three-man rotation there between Highsmith, Ingram, and Watt, and I think that's only going to continue, like you said, to grow. You know, as guys stay healthy, as as guys gain more experience, that's going to make them even more elite. And I think, you know, they, and they have some favorable matchups coming down the road. I mean, when you look at, you know, Bruce highlighted it. You you've got, Yes, you have Cleveland, but I think those tackles can be got. They're banged up. I think they're they're gonna have they're gonna have a good day against Cleveland, but then you got the Bears and the Lions, you know, and both of those teams are really heavily struggling. So it's some great opportunities over the next couple of weeks to see that stat line pop even more. No question about it, my friend. And I would also say, going back to my original argument, the tight ends, you know, with the loss of Juju, we, and we've been talking about it, we've been highlighting the fact that you know we've got uh, the the tight ends coming on. But you think about it, you got Gentry and Fryermuth. And uh, Ebron, you know, yeah, Gentry got 23 snaps last game. Fryermuth 45, and Ebron 34. Um, and e- and Fryermuth comes out with a, a season high seven catches on seven targets. And you look at that game; there was nine targets to the tight ends grouping, two by Ebron and two uh, and seven by um, you know Fryermuth. That's 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 some good stuff. Not to mention the fact that. Gentry, in my mind, this is this, and this is totally off subject. But again, I go back to I don't know that tight end is going to be his final destination, his final position in the NFL. Because I look at Gentry, and he's, I guess, the PFF uh, Pro Football Focus rates him as the fifth best pass protector. Um, He's in the in the top third of of tight ends overall in run blocking. But could you imagine that six twelve at about three twenty five? all muscled up, and all of a sudden playing offensive tackle. You know what it takes athletic-wise to play that tackle spot, my friend. Yeah, if he got to 325, I would be highly surprised. But <laughs> a 310, a 310. 310, okay, yeah. Not, I might have gotten a little excited. Yeah, a little you, too you much did, golden corral in my brain, you know. I know. You were thinking about you were thinking about the, the, the cow you were sitting on, you know, <laughs> from the last segment. Like, man. Ribeye sounds good. Delmonico Whoa. makes it even better. Um, <laughs> if, if Zach just eats that for you know an entire offseason, there you go. But I think three ten, yeah. I think I think it's it's one of those. But he can be so elite if you can move him in motion because he's so athletic. Yeah, and be almost you know considered your jumbo type tight end. True. Right. True. That can come in and run block, but he's also a guy that can pop for you because you remember the week before. All three of those those tight ends also were, were chain movers. 
yes. you know, in third downs and, 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 and converting third downs as well. So there's a lot of production that's left there for that group. I think that's a group I would say when I say running back and, and, and outside backers have been the most productive thus far, I think you also can put the, the, the tight ends are on the rise. I think they have the most room for production right? as well as their roles expand and as they start deploying more 13 and 22 personnel. All right, we're going to head to the phones. The number is 412-919-1316 if you want to get into the conversation. Let's go to the phones. We got Peppy from Parts Unknown. Peppy, how you doing, brother? I'm doing okay. First call for this year. Uh, hello, Max. <laughs> hey, Peppy. You have the hey, name I of my favorite a... sub shop in Pittsburgh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a question, suggestion, and wishful thinking. Start Ooh, with the question. Okay. I like that. Uh, for for the game in Seattle that ended in overtime, when the Steelers picked that field goal on at the end of the game, um, Roethlisberger did get onto the field. They didn't just go straight to the field goal. Does that can't count as a game-winning goal for Roethlisberger, even though we know it wasn't a game-winning drive for Roethlisberger? Do you know? Does that count as a game-winning drive? Hmm. I don't. I do not know. That would be something we need to ask Bob Labriola yeah, from Steelers Digest. That. Yeah, that's that's of a higher. Uh, it, it requires more brain cells than what I have available, Peppy. Okay, and then the wishful thinking. The Steelers started out fast last year, eleven zero, and then they ended it kind of slow. Uh, on a down note, and this year they started out kind of slow on a down note. Uh, the wishful thinking is I'm hoping they can – they started this year the way they ended last year. I'm hoping they can end this year the way they started last year. Uh, they do have 11 – Puppy, you're making my uh, brain spin, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want this to be that and that to be this. and Oh, my goodness, you're talking to two concussion guys, okay? <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> well, they have they have eleven games left. So if they can end this year the way they started last year, that'll be eleven and zero run, and uh, that would be nice to see. Now that's probably wishful thinking, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, I like it. Still works. I don't fully understand oh. it, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> and now some wish. No, a suggestion. This suggestion is for Juan and the. Uh, old fogey in chicago i know it's uh, hard to uh teach a new dog excuse me an old dog new tricks but whenever they're calling in together uh, i think a nice way to end that call would be something that the students do on defense before they get before the game they go who ride oh doing the who ride, ride huh yeah, because right mm. now there's just one guy ending, and that's... Um, well, maybe you need uh, to do it, Peppy. Maybe it's you that finishes <laughs> off your talk with a who ride, we ride, right? <laughs> okay, let's see how that works, because I'm getting ready to go now. So, okay, question for you. Who ride? We ride. We ride. <laughs> All right, let's ride in Cleveland. Sounds right. good, yeah, Peppy. There it is. Thank you right, so right. much, brother. Appreciate the call. They take a bus, so it'll be easy to ride. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, we all ride. Yeah, yeah. That's we all a ride. great point. How many times? I'm driving. Oh. I'm driving there next weekend, so yeah, I'm riding too. You know, it's so funny. I'm, 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 uh, Bob Labriola asked me to write a, uh, an article for Steelers Digest about you know Cleveland, my experiences in Cleveland, and one of them was um, after uh, kind of a. 
a fisticuff sort of game in, in Cleveland. Um, and uh, one of the guys, Tunch started it, and I, of course, then was automatically drawn into it. But one of our teammates um, got thrown out for no good reason other than the fact he was just standing by the pile. And the funny part was, Max, we were riding back in the bus, and all the way back my man Ray Snell is, is going, I can't believe it. I didn't do nothing. I tell people off the pile, you touch starts it, you're out there, you're fine. I get thrown out. He goes, how does that work? He goes, I'm going to get fined. So we went in the <laughs> We went back to the f- films and everything we saw. I took up a collection. Uh, you know, I said, uh, I said, Ray here, you know, Tunch and I, we took up a collection for you, and uh, we want to pay your fine, which was like 1500 bucks back in the day. And I go, I, I think we got a, a buck and a quarter here in a little Dixie cup. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. At least it wasn't a solo cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. All right, let's move on to the next call. I think we got CR in Chicago. Speaking of CR... CR, how you doing? Hey, hey what's going on, guys? CR, still in Chicago. I'm I'm riding uh, alone today. My boy uh, Juan, the Charleston connection, is uh he's got a doctor's appointment, so he won't be able to to, to work with us. But that's uh, all right. You do I'm well enough alone. You're fine. <laughs> oh, shucks. Uh, that's <laughs> my head's getting big. <laughs> hey, uh, I appreciate you guys, man. I um I was just uh talking, uh, looking for that article on um. On uh, Joe Hayden, but but I couldn't find that. But um, uh, you know, you talking about buddies and 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 uh, teammates and stuff like that. I wasn't on any kind of a team like that, but I was in the military. Right. And uh, the the teamwork and the camaraderie is still the same. Yes. I mean, I've got um, I've got two two partners that I've been buddies with since uh, one of them since 1973, and we met in Texas, and so we still tight, we still close. He's kind of like like my best friend, and all that came about from. You know, working with people that you can count on, uh, on duty and off duty, that person you can talk to, that person that's, that's there for you. And uh, so it's extremely important in the military as well as uh, in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the locker room comments. Exactly what we've been talking about, because the bonding process that comes through the blood, sweat, and tears, if you're going through basic, if you're a part of that, you know, in your platoon, in your barracks and all that thing, you're living together, you're breathing together. It's all a process of guys coming together for the a bigger, uh, uh, for to be involved in something that's bigger than any one man. And uh, we thank you for your service, CR. Uh, that's yeah, important. You, you know, we appreciate you guys. And that sort of thing that you are talking about right now is exactly the picture that we talk about when we talk about the locker room for professional athletes. Um, but I would say your locker room that you grew up in was more important than <laughs> the the, the yeah. football locker room that Max and I did. But certainly, again, you understand the relationships are forged, and it comes through that blood, sweat, and tears, the adversity, and what you overcome. And and God forbid you you would ever have to go into actual combat. But those things, again, are something that, you know, men are men come together through that, and and it's something that that they never forget throughout their lives. Yes, you are. And, and, and oh, I was going to say just to expound on that, you know, one of my good friends, uh, Jake Laser. Um, he he also rep, 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 you know, recognized that and, and does a great job with his Unbreakable program, which actually pairs military vets, former players, mm. Olympians all together. That's and, cool. And they, and, and, they, and they have weekly sessions where they actually get to meet and talk and not necessarily you know, a therapy session, but it's a bonding moment that they share. Yep, yep. They work out mm-hmm. together. 
They spend that time. They share their experiences because, you know, that's the biggest thing we talk about. You miss that locker room. You miss that barracks experience. And there's nowhere else in normal life to replace that or to supplement that. So Jay saw a need and, and you know, for his love for military and for football and created this program. And it's something that's, that's really awesome. You know, I, I encourage people to go look at, you know, what he's doing. It's called Unbreakable. And uh, it, it's a special place. You know, I've had the opportunity to see what the work he's done. Um, you know, I think I'm actually going to be on one of their calls next week. And, That's you know, great. it's just it's a, it's a special, special bond that you can never replace in the memories that you have and you take with you um, last a lifetime because those friendships are also long lasting because it's a shared human experience. So, yeah, right. that, that's my part. What yeah. were you going to say, CR? <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, that, that's why I can relate to, to Wolf and Tush. Uh, but they were together every day. But me and Rudy, uh, my, my my friend down in, 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 um, in Florida, uh, we've uh, we've been together since 1974, and uh, yeah. we still talk on the phone a couple of times a week, etc. All right, let's get to some football. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my my comments about football this weekend is I got two two games that are very very unique this week. The first one is going to be the um, the Bengals at the uh, at the uh, Ravens for um, control of the AFC North, right. and uh, that's going to be a really really big game. And then the second big game is going to be the AFC West. Three and three Chiefs at the AFC South, four and two Titans, and the Titans are two and one at home, and the Ravens, I mean, and the Chiefs are uh, two and one in the road. So, first, give me a quick comment on the Bengals and and the and the Ravens, and then a second comment would be Chiefs and um, Titans. What you got? You know, the thing about it, and, and Max, you know, as we look at this game, it's it's about Lamar Jackson in the running game in Baltimore. Uh, it's about that defense. I mean, I think. The way they dismantled Justin Herbert and the Chargers, I mean, that to me, I was shocked. I didn't. I thought it was going to be a better contested game than what it eventually became. And I got to believe that Joe Burrows and 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 you know Lamar Jackson going head to head. This is going to be fun. Oh, it, it, it's it's going to be a, a great game to see both of these young talents going head to head because you see the athleticism. And also the intelligence of Lamar Jackson, right? He's not just one-dimensional. You know, he can morph into whatever you need him to be. If he needs to be a dynamic runner, he's going to be a dynamic runner, and he's going to carve you up. If that doesn't present itself and he has to throw the ball, he's he, he, he he's going to throw the ball all over the field and create some plays with his, with his arm, not as well as his legs. Mm-hmm. And then you look at yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is just shifty. And he's steely, you know, and, and very tough. And but yet he still has the knowledge base. He has a strong enough arm that he can get the job done. And he has one of his favorite targets there. So you know that's a recipe for success. Because let's let's face it, none of us picked the Bengals to be second place in this division as it stands right now. You asked me through six weeks, who were we picking to be up at the top? The Bengals were at the bottom of the barrel, and Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. And the group, he got them to believe. And that's where the true leadership comes in. Just like Lamar, like guys buy in to, to, to their QB on both of these teams. And they're willing to do whatever it takes to make them right. And they, and, you know, and they, they go in lockstep with them. So I think both of them are great leaders for their teams. And that's what makes the, you know, that's, what, that, that's what's going to make this matchup very fun to watch is whose team is built better to trudge forward, right, and, and, and to create a new line and move that line forward and not get pinned down in the foxhole, right? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that, that's what's going to be 
interesting to see on Sunday. Hey, hey, uh, so CR, we're up, hey, buddy, we're up against a hard break. Okay. okay hey, in the meantime and in between time, who rides? <laughs> Oh, rewind. There we go. See how you change the curve, buddy. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, CR. Yeah, way to go, CR. All right, we'll be back with more. It's, It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. And we're back, ready to roll here in the locker room. That's just what we do. It's a Fat Guy Friday. We're enjoying the heck out of it. The ninjas are amassing as I speak in the control room. I'm a little afeard, Max. Uh, You just never know what happens. You get one ninja, okay, two. Start to get think, hmm, then you got three. Look out. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where ninjas <laughs> multiply. They do. Yeah, you like, know, boom. And, and, and they move in silence. That's why they're, they're, they're assass- assassin. Assassin, <laughs> right? Um, you know, they move. As, you never, if you see one, assume there's ten at all times. You're talking about multipliers? It. Ninjas are multipliers. <laughs> And they're adders, uh, and they subtract you. <laughs> you will love this story, okay? Because I know you are a, you're you're a, uh, a superhero nerd, you know, like like my yeah. guy, my guys. Are, okay, so a friend of mine years and years ago, uh, his son was one of those guys like you, huge kid, but a you know, but a young kid, you know. I mean, at twelve, you know how he's like six foot and you know, couple hundred pounds and everything. He wanted a ninja outfit, right? (laughs) Yes. He's getting one for Halloween. He gets a ninja outfit. Now, think about somebody, you know, over six foot, uh, a couple hundred pounds, and um, wearing a ninja outfit (laughs) and and around running around in the neighborhood in the house, you know. And it was like my my buddy said it was his son, you know. He said, he goes, get in the house before somebody sees you and they they call the police (laughs) or something, you know. Because here you got a young kid, but he's in a man's body, basically, you know. And and I knew you would appreciate that story. It was so funny, you know, that you'd see this young man run around that ninja outfit. As, as as one fellow uh, ninja in in training to another, I have to say, good form. I did the same thing. My mom was like, "What is wrong?" Because my because my brother also studied martial arts, right? Right. So my right. brother had all the official gear. So you had like the little 
hood where you had the eyes out, <laughs> had the little greaves that you put on your hands, right. little finger right. slip. I mean, I, I was I, everything but the tabby boots. I couldn't do the two fingered, you know, Ninja Turtle split, boot yeah. shoes. Yeah, the split toes because my foot was too big. But everything else, oh, I, I was I was ready to rock and roll. I was ready to climb a tree. You know, That's use, awesome. Use, use some Ninja Stars, maybe blow gun. I don't know. I don't know. But oh. yeah, that, that would have been a scary sight because you're like, if you're not expecting it, ninjas are cute when they're when they're when they're about five feet and below, right? You know, and they're kids. Going pew pew pew. Then you see somebody like you know, twelve years old, about six foot two, wearing it. You're like, wait a second, you're taking this holiday a little bit too seriously. No, I'm not. I'm still a kid. <laughs> I'm a kid. Let me enjoy it. Exactly. exactly. I don't so. have any facial hair yet. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> well, one guy that's enjoying what he's doing would be Pat Fryermuth. Uh, you know, one of the things that I found interesting. This guy's got. Okay, everybody. Turn off your sets because we don't want to jinx him, but he's got no drops. All right. He's got no drops. See, see why okay. did you even say that? I know. Just, I know. I should have said. You, you should have just said he's doing a great job at catching the ball. You can't You can't use the no D word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Okay. I kind of choked on that one. I shouldn't yeah, have said no. nothing. All good. All right. Now we're going to have to mind wipe them like men in black. All right, everybody. Look at this light. That's right. Pew. Stare okay, at it. Okay. Okay. We never said that. We never said it. Never said it never happened. Now, here's the thing that really, really I love besides the fact that uh, some people out there are catching everything that's thrown their way. We're not going to mention it. But he also, yes. 12 of 18 of his receptions have gone for first downs. That says something remarkable about the young man who will not be named now again because we don't want to jinx him. Now, now we're treating him like Voldemort from Harry Potter. That's awesome. <laughs> He who shall not be named that doesn't drop balls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That would have been useful a couple minutes yeah. ago before I spilt the beans. I, on didn't, the I didn't know you were saying that. I would have stopped you if I would have known that you, that's what was going to come out of your mouth. I, I would have been like, oh, my goodness, Max. Yeah. Uh, no. But oh. I, I think you're right. I think, I think that also goes to show the de- dependability, and that's trust right. as well. That in those situations, he's your go-to guy to get the, the chains moving. And I, I think that's where you – it's a built trust because he's a rookie, right? This is his first year with Ben. This, you know, because we saw when Ben was in the game in the preseason, lest we not forget those, what, three short months ago, two out of three drives when Ben scored? Right. Was it two? That it was a fire move. Yes. I didn't so, know if we could name him. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was. It, it's a historical reference to the okay. preseason, so it doesn't count towards a win-loss column. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought that that was the start of something, right? Right. And then as we progress to the season, we see the trust, the workload, the options are coming greater and greater. And last week was a great moment to see what he could do with seven receptions and seven opportunities to make something out of them. And let's face it. Couple of them were short, and guess what? He made it long enough. Yes, <laughs> you know in those situations. So I, I think that I think that's going to bode well as we move forward. And you have three viable targets that are big bodies, right? Right. right. You know, you know. One of the things I, I'm I, I'm sure you watch a lot of NBA basketball, Wolf. You look like you watch a lot of NBA basketball. <laughs> I'm sorry, I but, tuned out after Larry Bird and Magic Johnson retired because that was just the greatest. L- 
the golden period of, of NBA a, basketball. There was a guy by the name of Michael Jordan. Don't know if you heard of him. He kind of yeah, I know. Was, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. There's this guy, LeBron James. He's pretty good, too. But he is anywho. awesome. All right. Yeah. I, give you, I, I give you those, right. too. But I got to yeah. tell you, that was, to me, that was the golden age was, was Magic and Larry yeah. Bird, the Celtics, Lakers. And, and, you would probably like this guy in Milwaukee named Giannis. I'm just saying. Okay. He's 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 a, he's a center power forward type. He's physical. He plays near the rim and he dunks on everybody. Okay. So you Ooh, probably like, like that. that physical style. Yes. So there are a couple. Don't don't just change the channel when you see the game. Got line. it. Just give it a couple minutes. Let it marinate a little bit. Um, <laughs> but you know. In the NBA, they, they go to this thing called small ball, right? Right. And, and they're trying to get more guards in to shoot more threes and all this other stuff. But the effective teams, when it comes time to win a championship, the teams that have the big guys, mm -hmm. the guys who can dominate the post late, like that's when you see championship caliber teams. And so for us as the Steelers, when you're looking at how you're going to build towards something, a playoff push, a playoff run, those big bodies are going to matter, and you got three of them. And so when I look at that, you know, I say not every team has three dependable, reliable tight ends, but we do. Right. Because, like you said, Ebron, we know he's a big play waiting to happen. Pat Fryermuth is a do-it-all kind of guy, and Zach Gentry's coming on very strong as a capable pass protector, run blocker, as well as a, a steady Eddie target because he's six foot twelve. The right. aforementioned six twelve. <laughs> um, but I think, but it just made me think of basketball since basketball season starting about that correlation between the two is you need a good b big man. And, and I'm out here in Phoenix. They went to the finals last year. And the one thing that was lacking was they didn't have enough big man depth. Mm -hmm. This ultimately would cost them a championship and why Giannis and Brooks Lopez was able to help seal it for Milwaukee. Um, but that was one of the cool things about it was the big guy. So the evolution of this big man role of a big man pass catcher, let's put it in e simpler terms, I think it's going to bode well, and they've built the requisite trust in Ben over these last six weeks for it to continue to expand right. the rest of the season. No so question about that, it. That was that was that was my point and analogy and and correlation. I th I think the correlation analogy and point were all well taken, my friend. Okay, thank you. Does that work. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what? We got a hey, ninja time. Do we got enough time to take a call? Okay, we do. Let's go to Bree guy. Is that it? Bry guy or Bree guy? Bry guy. Bry guy. All right. We got Bry guy okay. in the Bry locker guy. room. Bry guy, what's hey, up? He is buddy? a very good cheese, though. He's <laughs> a very good cheese, though. How are you guys doing today? We're doing fabulous. Doing How are you good. doing, brother? I'm doing good. Hey, I just wanted to say a few words about, uh, you know, a lot of the criticism on social media about Ben and how uh, poorly and how he should be on the bench. Totally disagree. Ben Roethlisberger is still the best quarterback on the Steelers roster. There's no doubt about right. that. And I think that he, uh, you know, he's got a lot of new tools that he's got to get used to, you know, with Harris and uh, with the tight ends and everything. I have all the faith in the world for Ben. No, he's not the same quarterback he used to be, but he is still the best the Steelers have. And I still think he's one of the best in the AFC. That, I'm just, that's just my opinion. Oh, and I also want to say, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just chiming in with you. You're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Well, and there's one more thing I want to say. Uh, Wolf, maybe I missed it, but I know you're a big Kevin Cronin fan. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. Hey. Kevin and I are buddies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. But- when was the last time you saw? About 20 years ago? Yeah, pretty much. And then before that, another 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, maybe I missed it. But, you know, two weeks ago was his birthday. He didn't even – I didn't call him. He didn't – I didn't oh. even know. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I think he turned 71 on uh, October 6th. And, <laughs> and uh, I was kind of surprised that you guys didn't mention it. But then, <laughs> then again, maybe I wasn't listening during the time that you did. So. Well, so, anyway, you know, I thought, you, you do well, bust me because Tunch isn't that. here anymore. You do bust me over the fact that uh, I'm a name dropper. OK, but Max is also a chronic <laughs> name dropper. We we name drop each other no to death. What you, I have no clue <laughs> yeah, what you guys okay. are talking about. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, okay. all allegations. <laughs> it's OK. It's, it's kind of fun to name drop. Just sometimes you don't want to get in too deep. Don't act like you know him too well, because then people start asking you questions. So. <laughs> Yeah. Or they hear it and like who? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, I just wanted to also let you guys know that my church men's group is having a big chili cook-off in Cedar Falls, Iowa, tomorrow night. Oh I my! Know oh, you guys are always welcome to come. <laughs> Man, would I love to be there with you, brother? I do cornbread you, and chili like you can't believe. I know, oh, and yeah. I'm gonna be in Wisconsin. Well, I, I'm close, but still too far away. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I do remember the last time I talked to you. You told me about the uh, the big dragonflies that you had at an Iowa State game. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, the dragonflies are gone now. We're about in the 35, 40 degree right now, so uh, there's not too many bugs outside. I couldn't believe how so, big those suckers were when we were out there. That was like, man, yeah. they're huge. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I just want to say a few words, and uh, and and I, I also want to mention the the CR in Chicago. One of these times, maybe all of us Midwest freaks ought to get together and uh, have a little Steeler organization thing. You know, we'll uh, we'll uh, Midwest organize something. I like it. Maybe a chili cook-off amongst all Steelers nations hey, in the Midwest. There you go. Awesome that idea. would be awesome. Do it in the off-season awesome so Max idea. and I can come. <laughs> yes. We'll meet in Dubuque or Davenport. Kind of meet halfway. So. Sounds good. Thank right. you, Bree. Thanks, Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. Thanks for calling in. So uh, I love that. All right. Let's go to break. Although I would like to hit a chili cook-off there, Max. What about you? Oh, I, I'm, I'm all for it because here's the thing. I go to chili cook-offs every year. Oh my. Um, in Florida, I won't go this year, obviously, with my Steelers duties, but the Cure Bowl down in Orlando, which is one of the bowl games, um, tremendous because it's geared towards breast cancer research and, right. and initiatives, but they do a chili cook-off every year. And I I was a judge for like two of those years, but I always went to support it. So, yes, I'm a fan of chili cook-offs, and I'm an experienced judge if you need one. Exactly. Out there chili cook-offs Nation. and ribs. <laughs> there you go. All right. We're going to wrap it yeah. up. We'll be back with the final segment here in the locker room.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Boy, I tell you what, Aretha can still do it, man. What a way to wind things up today. Today's been fun. It's been a great, it has. great, great day enjoying it. You know, week long, here we go. The bye week is, is just the weekend's kicking in. Um, the guys are off and, and got a few days. I'm sure Mike Tomlin gave them the old don't be that guy speech. I know you've heard that don't one a few times. Don't be the guy. Don't be the guy. Don't be the guy when you come back here on Monday or you don't come back here on Monday because you were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So well put, Max. Yeah. So well put. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I think you were paying attention when, when – uh, you know, Coach Mike uh, gave that speech a few times, huh? I've never been. I've. I'll say this: I've never been the break time guy. <laughs> That's good. I'll put it that way. I, I've been the guy in season. I got one a year where it was just it was complete, just mayhem. But other than that, I have my one, and then after that, I was good. But never during a bye week. Never during free time at Thursday night, the mini buys, we called them right. Right. Uh, I was never that guy. So I'm proud <laughs> that I have a spotless record in that in that regard. Oh, uh, well, one of the guys that I think coming out of the buy that I'm looking forward to seeing more of him getting things done is uh, Robert Spillane. And they are obviously trying to find a niche, carve out something for him, playing a little in a dime. You know, when uh, they take the two guys out um, in the uh, nickel. That would be Schobert and Devin Bush. They put in Trey Norwood, and they put in Robert Spillane. And I just happen to be a Spillane fan. Look, I know Devin Bush has got to grow into the job more. He is, you know, the virtual unicorn. He has so many gifts and athletic talents, and it's got to come together for him. Joe Schobert, too. I mean, both he's a highly competent linebacker, but this kid Spillane, I mean, there's just something about Maybe his backstory, maybe the big hit on Derrick Henry, maybe just the, the the quality play he provided last year. But I think there's more to be had from him. Well, I I, th- I think that that's what the coaches also see, right? I think that's why you're trying to find creative ways of getting him in the game because you have these two names, right? You're Bush and Schobert. Um, you know, Devin Bush, first round draft pick. Joe Sherbert, you trade for him in the offseason. He's been a tackling machine in the NFL. And you look at that and you say, well, we still got Robert Spillane here. Right. What are what are we going to do? Because he's more than just a special teamer. He's more than just a core guy. Like, he provides a lot more. We need to utilize his strengths and showcase him and get him on there. And I think that's why we saw him in the dime package. Because you had to figure out a way, how can we get him on the field in a creative way where he can make an impact and use his strengths um, in the right way on defense. And I think we're going to continue to see that role expand. Um, with figuring out different ways to get him in the game. Um, you know, God forbid we have another – I don't want another outside linebacker rash of injuries. Right. But, I mean, if you do have to put three inside backers in for a package, it'd be amazing because I would love to see Devin Bush come off the edge, um, you know, because he is that type of game record, line of scrimmage type of guy. Oh, and then you use That's an interesting thought. Yeah, I'm just I, hey, listen, we're, we're it's bye week. We're allowed to fantasize. That's right. Now, right. Wolf. That's right. On fantasy, hey, it's Fantasy Island right now. But I think it would be creative to see something like that where you get a guy who's a non-traditional pass rusher that can pass rush and get after the quarterback and see how you can use him in a unique way and still keep your coverage responsibilities, right? 
still keep a Spillane Schobert type in the game where they can drop into coverage or do whatever their main responsibilities are and still get three of those guys. And now as a as an offensive lineman, as a center, I'm trying to pick five MDM. Right. Which of those three am I going to pick? And then you could do something creative. I think it's just me spitballing right now, just thinking about some crazy things. That's okay, but crazier. you know, this is what we do. This is it. This is it. I mean, listen, I've seen dollar personnel. Do you know what dollar personnel is? Dollar personnel, no. That's one D lineman, one linebacker, and the rest are DBs. Wait a minute. How do you get one D lineman, one linebacker, and the rest are DBs? That's 11 personnel. No, no, that's nine. That's well, that's if you people. change the terminology. But see, a dollar, a yeah. dollar is one and then zero, zero, right? I mean, it's 100 pennies. It's, yeah. All right. Yeah. But, 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 because, you know, because you go with nickel, dime, quarter, dollar. Right? All right. All right. So you got to explain to the old man here. Okay. Oh, now okay. I get you. Yeah, exactly. So nickel personnel, right? You remove one D lineman. Right. Dime personnel, you remove you remove one D lineman, one linebacker. Right, 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 right. Quarter, you remove three of those people. You got... Now you've removed four of those people. Okay. Plus, now you're in dollar. All right. What happens if you got the uh, the the old two dollar thing? You know, remember the limited edition two dollar bill? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was that? The uh, is anybody on the field at that point? Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's wa- it's water boys and uh, and towel kids and ball kids at that point. Okay. Everybody gets a jersey, Wolf. <laughs> Everybody gets a jersey. <laughs> if we get to two dollar personnel, we've got big problems. <laughs> that's what. You, that, hey, that's what offensive linemen start rolling in talking about. I I could I could I could go cur- cover the curl flat coach. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> oh, that's Johnny, go sit down. <laughs> just, just go sit down. <laughs> yeah. I can come. Use me, curl. coach. Use me. I'm here. Put me in, I'm coach. A, I'm ready to play. I'm an, ath- I'm an athlete. That's what they say because I'm on the team. I'm an athlete. <laughs> Don't pigeonhole me to the whole line. <laughs> I, can, I can play the deep middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got you in cover two, Coach. Don't worry about it. Give me a 10-yard cushion. I can hang with anybody. <laughs> Maybe 20. Maybe 20. Yeah, right. Might be 15 and a half. I promise. It's not, not a full 20. Oh, I'm ready no. to bust a gut here. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can run I'm... fence coverage. I can run fence coverage. <laughs> Watch me run with this guy in the wheel route, Coach. I can do Red it. Red Rover, Red Rover. I, I'll, never, I'll never break hands. I'll never break hands. I promise. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. So, come be back to the conclusion of it before we got to the discussion of the dollar. Oh, dollar personal. Oh, we got one minute left. Max, what are you going to do on your weekend? I know you got something big going. Yeah, I, I'm going to call the uh, I'm going to call the Washington and Green Bay game, going back to Lambeau Field. Let's see if I can get it right this time. Uh, <laughs> I have no I, I have no dogs in this fight, so it makes it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I'm calling it for ESPN Radio, so I'll I'll be on the call. So no off week, no bye week for me, uh, Wolf. Uh, but if know, it gets if, if I can tune it in, I will, my friend, because that would be yes. outstanding. I'm glad for you, Rocket. No, have a great you. time doing it, man. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And then what are you going to do with your bye weekend? I am going to be flat on my back eating food like crazy. <laughs> okay. Watching, cheering Syracuse on to a victory, I hope. Boom. Yeah. You yeah, know it. There it is. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Folks, thanks so much. You're, you've been in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great bye weekend. Thanks for listening. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.